Welcome to Beyond the Closet, a podcast for anyone navigating the beautiful, messy, yet always worth it journey of queer authenticity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Juliana. We both discovered we were lesbians when married to men. Now we found our voices and can't wait to share our stories with you. Let's dive in. Hi. Hi. Welcome, everyone. Today is our first podcast. Woo! And <laughs> we are going to talk about coming out after being married to men. So why don't you get us started and tell us a little bit about your story. I came out as bi to my ex-husband two years ago. It feels like forever ago now that I'm recounting this, but yeah, it was two years ago that I came out, but three-ish years ago that I knew I was gay. Prior to that, I had no idea. No idea. It's a tale as old as time. I came out during pandemic I came out as bi. Yeah, yeah. That's same. fun. Same. Same. Season. I seriously thought that's what it was. <laughs> and, you know, pandemic hit and it was like, oh, what's going on? What's wrong with me? I'm bi. Yeah. Told my husband, thought that was it. And then, no, I don't think that's it. <laughs> A few months later, just creeping up on me and realized I am really gay. Yeah. And I was, I was 40 at the time that that was happening. I had just had my son so my second kiddo i had earlier that year and so that's like the universe was like hey let's hand this to you right you've had all your kids isn't that wild just i mean it wasn't that long ago no it was three years for me yeah two for you two for me Mm -hmm. and it's like my whole life is different i'm a completely different person it's on on every level right like it is it has been such a wild journey and it, it continues to be. It continues to be. <laughs> oh my over. God, no. We have so many episodes we want to do <laughs> talking about all this stuff, but it is really, it's interesting. And so you, you do a lot on TikTok. Like I've, I've seen her TikToks are really good. I know it always is embarrassing, but like, oh, I saw you on social media. I was like, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> but so I didn't tell you, me. my neighbors just found my TikTok. Oh shit. <laughs> and I mean, it's awesome. They're yeah. like, oh, we love this. But it's like. Where your real world yep. <laughs> and your like social media world yeah. collide. But you know, the reason I started my TikTok was because I I needed a community. Yeah. And I, I didn't have it. And we were still kind of still in the pandemic. And I was yeah. one of those people who didn't like ha- TikTok didn't turn me gay. I found TikTok after I was gay. Congratulations. So yeah, I was like, ooh. I found the lesbians first. Yeah. But- and then I was like, oh my god. Like huh? so many of us. <laughs> I want to do that. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, and for me, I just wanted to tell my story because Mm -hmm. when I came out, there was nothing. I think I found one article of somebody telling her story when she came out, and it was just like to have that person grasp onto it. Like, I'm not alone. So it's kind of like, let's put that out there. And for me, that's why I want to do this podcast too. Yeah. So we can tell our story and have others join us and tell their story because there are so many of us. It it was so – I felt um, so alone. And not just like alone, but like – I don't want to use the word crazy, but I felt crazy. I didn't know. I didn't understand how could I not have known – and, and that's a question I get asked a lot. You were married to a man. You, I had only been with men. I had never even kissed a woman yeah. like prior to a couple of years ago, right? And it's hard not to be hard on yourself about it. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I still have these moments of how did I not know? Like these flashbacks of, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. And I mean, yeah. for me, it's similar. I had never been with a woman. Mm-hmm. 
I had kissed women before, but it was drunk, straight friends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because that's what they did, sure. which is another reason why I didn't know, I because mean, that's yeah. what my straight friends were doing. Like, what? That's what your straight friends did, like, for reals? They did. <laughs> so... <laughs> confusing straight friends <laughs> yeah I'm like we're all a little gay right <laughs> so you never kissed a woman no had kissed but oh, only, you had kissed only woman. straight okay. women and i still even then i thought i thought i was just attracted to women and i thought we all were mm-hmm. because like i said they were doing that too mm-hmm. and i thought i was bisexual i always thought that yeah. that i was but little did i know it was much much more mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so how did you actually okay take 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 me back take to back. summer 2020 because we all this is want to go back. We to all really okay. <laughs> Never again. It's very very gently yeah. take us back to summer okay. twenty twenty. So I was majorly depressed. Yeah, and I mean I thought so many of us were again. It was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. Yeah, isolated from family. I had a toddler. I had a yeah. God, how old was my daughter? Your kid then? was three, four, three. She must have been three. So I had my daughter was three. My son was at the time, six months, and I had twin stepsons, too. And my ex-husband, who I actually adored, we had a great relationship, so that made it that much harder. I mean, we had known each other since we were teenagers, and we reconnected later in life, and then got married, and so it was that much more confusing that this Mm -hmm. was all happening, because it wasn't like I hated my husband and had this awful marriage. I just, I I was married to this amazing man, and he's still amazing. So anyway, mm-hmm. taking us back, I was very depressed and had all the time on my hands apart from doing the job and right. having the kids and, and whatever. Yeah. Still, we were just in our homes. And so I got in perspective and mm-hmm. was kind of forced to see who I truly was. And again, I thought I was bi. That came up really heavily bubbled up and it was almost like I, I had to tell mm-hmm. my husband at the time I knew it wasn't something I even thought I wanted to act on but it was like mm-hmm. I need to tell somebody because I had never shared that with anyone before because right. I was always dating men and I was happy I thought I was happy yeah. it didn't seem it didn't seem like a big deal so I shared it to him and it felt really great mm-hmm. and I thought that was it I thought right. I was done it's like great I, this big secret is out you know yeah. <laughs> so time went by and the depression didn't knock knock yep. you're still gay <laughs> right it's like about five or six months later it's around the holidays and I was just in that deep darkness and it would bubble up and I have dreams at night that would just mm. haunt me and there was more to face there and I think we've talked about this it it wasn't our, our situations are similar I didn't mm-hmm. have a catalyst there was no woman in my life I mean it's no. 2020 I wasn't seeing yeah. anyone right so kids and yeah. that's it yeah so it wasn't like there was this woman that made me face my sexuality it was just internal stuff I actually took a trip to the coast by myself mm-hmm. and took some time to really look at who I am and it just kept coming back up and I just knew I mean, yeah. if it hadn't been for having to tell him, it would have been easier to face, but yeah. I knew the hurt I was going to cause. Right. That is, that is, I didn't want to know. Yep. I think I knew. It took me probably a year to come out to myself. Yeah. Because I knew the ramifications that it was going to, like the ripple effect, right? I knew something inside me was off, but I didn't want to face it because. I, I also loved my husband and I, I loved my family. I st- obviously still love them very much. It has changed. Our dynamic has changed. We're now divorced and 
we co-parent, but I was so afraid to give up the stability of my life. I was living a complete lie. That was just eating me alive. It's really painful to think about that person. It wasn't long ago either, you know? I know I look back at so much compassion for her and for him, for my ex too. I mean, Mm -hmm. we went through it. Yeah. And for me, so much of it in the fear was, one, the pain that I knew I'd cause him Mm -hmm. and the kids and just all of it. But then also this unknown. I mean, they talk about in your life, like, making this five-year plan or along those lines. And it's like, didn't see this in it. I blew it up. Right? Just a couple times. Yeah. So it's like looking into this abyss of full unknown, of having to support myself, having to be a single mom, having to navigate all of this and walk away from this dream that I thought was my dream. Right. That... It's scary. It is. I remember writing something. I I write and I wrote walking away from the stability that was my life. I was so scared to do that because I was financially completely dependent on my ex-husband. Our kids were, God, I had my last kiddo in May 2020. And so, yeah, and the little, the older one was three at the time. So Mm -hmm. it was just... It was terrifying, and it took me a good old year, good year to like face that. And I remember I was seeing a seeing a naturopath, a doctor for just my health wasn't doing well either because I was keeping this big weighted secret that I couldn't even face myself. And I remember over Zoom, my doctor, she just looks at me and she's like, "Yeah, you gotta figure some stuff out." And I'm like, "Excuse me," and like I knew exactly what she was talking about. I knew that 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 internal struggle of like I'm gay. You knew that's what I did, but I did not want to admit that. And this was probably summer 2020. It's so wild that you say that because I mean I even forgot for years I had been going to an acupuncturist, Mm -hmm. and I had had this awful debilitating pain in my lower left back and he would even be like you're an anomaly I don't know what's wrong whatever you know and and I couldn't pinpoint any of it but since coming out I've never had that pain again since I think our bodies know they do before we do big time yeah I, I completely agree with that the whole journey is just so wild and it's really it's hard not to be hard on myself about it sometimes too and that's a reason for me that I wanted to do this podcast was because there are a lot of us that have just felt this pressure to, I, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself here. I was always the good girl, yeah. right? Who do you need me to be? And I can be that. Yeah. What's What's the box you want me to fit into? I am happy to mold myself to whatever you need to be happy. And uh, like once I stopped doing that, my whole world just completely imploded. Yeah. Um, and I don't regret any of it, but something that you and I have talked about that we both really needed back then that we didn't have was support. Yeah. There wasn't anything or very little of anything out there for people that were coming out later, especially when we're married and had kids. Yeah. And I mean, it's wild because I had people in my life who were supportive. My family was great. Yeah, I have a different same. story than most. They were very accepting. Even my ex-husband, as, as hard as it was for him, he supported me. So I, I had that support in my life, but it's very different than having support that can relate. Yeah. You know, I mean, it took a while to find friends. I mean, even us, we connected what, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a while. And yeah. other women I know in my life, that I maybe met through TikTok through sharing my story or, or dating apps because yeah. that's been really friends too. It's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> I will friend you, but I will not swipe the other way. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a that's gonna be okay. episode. We'll deal with that. She's like moving on. 
don't want to talk about my habits right now. But, <laughs> but so three. Two I mean, nine. yeah, but like <laughs> growing that community has been huge, but not having it in that yeah. crucial time yeah. was just, it was tough. And we had to lean on ourselves for so much and just fall through it. It was, yeah. So, so coming out as bi, yep. realizing that, oh shit. It is a lot more than that, and I can no longer ignore it. Yeah. And then here we are. Yeah. Here we are. So we're both divorced. Yeah. You've been divorced about a year longer than me, I'm going to say. Yep. And we both have the kids and both co-parent. And it's like, it yeah. is wild how different our lives are from just a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, even from a year ago, I feel like it's insane the growth that's happened since yeah. then there's something that happens and you start to actually step into who you are <laughs> I, mean, I love it i really do i do yeah. i mean it's a lot but it is so worth it yeah it's amazing to i think even day by day i'm still learning so much about myself and and what i like and don't like and who i want to be in this world and that's a gift that i i wasn't giving myself mm-hmm. prior to this yeah i know we talked about our people pleasing tendencies yeah. and for me, it was, again, what do you need me to be? And I'll mm-hmm. be that. I ignored my body for so long. And it's easy for me to be hard on myself about, why didn't I know? Why didn't I know? I was 35 years old, and I'm like, oh, my God, I think I want to be with women now. Yeah. Another thing is there was no representation back when we were kids, right? Yeah. The lesbians looked, in quotation marks, one certain way. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't attracted to, to, the, to that appearance, right? Yep. So I didn't think there was any way I could be gay. It turns out that's wrong. Yeah. But it is just really interesting when you start to kind of dissect and but also just have compassion on yourself. Well, and it's so interesting that you mentioned representation. You know, I remember being in high school and Ellen coming out. Yeah. And she lost everything. I mean, everything. she had a sitcom everything. at the time. And so it's like, even the subconscious part of me that may have known I was gay yeah. just watched this as this is what not to do. Yeah. I remember even having a teacher in high school condemning her. Like, I mean, ridiculous. Oh. But, like, these are things that I was hearing. And, I mean, other than that, there weren't – there wasn't, it, you know. And, and, I mean, even still, the story as far as if you want this American dream of having this family and these kids, mm-hmm. there was never an option of doing that with a woman. We didn't see that story. Yeah. I knew I wanted that so badly, and there wasn't another path to it. Yeah. And it wasn't like I knew that. It was like, oh, I can't go that way because that's not possible. Like, it just never even entered my Did brain. It was like, this is what you do. You go yeah. to school, you get your degree, you work, you find somebody, yep. you fall in love, you have kids. But there's never this other option. Uh-uh. So, I mean, I'm so thankful that people are seeing that now. Yeah. But we just didn't have that. We, had, we didn't have any of that, no. It's sad, actually. But, I mean, and on, a, on the flip side of that, like, I don't regret any of the way my life has played out. My kids' dad and I, we do okay. It was really hard for a while. The boys were one and three, two and four, whatever, when Mm -hmm. we decided to separate. But something that kept me going was I want my boys to know, I want my kids to know that they are worth putting themselves first. They are worth being happy. They are worth living. I never want them to feel like they can't be true to who they are. That's huge because a lot of families, even still in this day and age, kids don't always feel safe in that way. So, I mean, I had those thoughts of how can I 
expect my children to be authentic mm-hmm. in who they are. Yeah. I'm not doing it myself. Yeah. I mean, even if it is all just coming up inside me now and I'm learning it and it's scary as shit. Right. If I'm not living that and right. if I just stay in my comfort zone, then what am I telling them? Right. Yep. And I always had, I had to go back to that on so many times because it, through the whole divorce and just everything, there have been so many times when I was like, am I making the right choice? Moving from the, the, my, my comfortable life Mm -hmm. into a, into a tiny basement apartment, right? With my boys, like going nutsos because they're in a very small space. It was like, did I make the right choice? Right. And it's so easy to be like, oh my God, I should not have done that. I shouldn't have done that. But then I'm like, what am I going to, what's the alternative here? They, they, they see that mom's not happy. They see that mom's not being true to herself. Definitely made the right choice. And even in their young age now, like I'll just see those glimpses of them just being accepting of others and of themselves. And I'm just like, okay, I'm doing something right here there's so many ways in parenting i'm going to get it wrong but this is one thing i can say i am not getting wrong what's if you could leave leave the listeners with one thing what would you leave them with i want to say that if you're currently in the messy middle as i like to call it which Again, I've been separated for a couple of years and I'm still, I'm like, I feel like I'm just leaving this messy middle. It's like phases of oh, messy like, middle. I think, like, I think it's ending. I, I think we're nope. fully nope. transitioning yeah. to the, this newer version of life. But if you're in that messy middle, hang in there. Hang in there because it is hard and it is uncomfortable and it is confusing and it is the best possible thing as well. Two things can be true at the same time. We've talked yeah. about that a lot actually this evening is like things are not just one or the other. Yeah. Two things can be true at the same time. So yes, it is the hardest thing I've ever done and it is absolutely worth it and beautiful yeah. and messy and chaotic. And I love being gay. Love being gay. I love being gay so much. I love it. And I was <laughs> going to add my own thing, but I don't even think I need to. Everything yeah. you just said, ditto. 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 Very nice. Love Very being nice. gay. Also love being authentic. And it is so worth it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Closet. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on social media at Reclaiming Juliana and at Unapologetically Curie. And we want to hear from you. Our inboxes are open, so send us a message if there's a topic you'd like us to explore. We know living authentically can come with many challenges, and we're here to give a voice to this journey. Until next time on Beyond the Closet.